Hey there, it's Nikki Klosser, and I want to let you know about an awesome free giveaway for people on our email list. If you haven't already, click the link in our podcast description or go to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up to get on the list. If you sign up, you'll get a free Posing 101 PDF to jumpstart things. It's an epic PDF, so you'll definitely want to get this. Also, just by being in our email community, you'll get deals, sales, and information about any of our upcoming events and activities. So head over to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up and sign up today. You're listening to the Portrait System Podcast. I really wanted them to be able to go into the photo shoot and not have the thought in their mind, is this wiped down? Is this sanitary? Is she going to breathe on me? Before the shoot, I want them, when they walk through the doors, to only be thinking about how much fun they're having, how empowering it is, how beautiful they feel, and not about, you know, the Lysol wipe in the corner. This is the Portrait System Podcast, a show that helps portrait photographers and people hoping to become one navigate the world of photography, business, money, and so much more. We totally keep it real. We share stories about the incredible ups and the very difficult downs when running a photography business. I'm your host, Nikki Klosser, and the point of this podcast is for you to learn actionable steps that you can take to grow your own business and also to feel inspired and empowered by the stories you hear. Welcome back, everyone. We actually have another special episode for you today, and we have four different photographers who are all going to share how they've been able to keep their photography business going strong during just all of the restrictions and everything that's happening with COVID-19. These photographers share with us how they keep themselves safe, protect their clients' health, and still make a really great income doing photo shoots legally within the restrictions. These photographers have really thought outside of the box with all of this, and they give us tips and strategies and just things that you can incorporate into your own business, not just now, but in the future as well. So first up, we have Roberta Montagnini, and I just love the way she was able to troubleshoot the restrictions with hair and makeup, and then also the fact that she had her best month ever all through while all of this is happening. It's pretty amazing. So here's Roberta talking about what led up to these big sales. Hi, Roberta. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for being here with me today, all the way from Germany. Thank you for having me. (laughs) So, you know, for our listeners, why don't you just say your name and your business name and tell us what you typically shoot, like genre-wise. All right. So my name is Roberta Montagnini. I run a home-based studio in Germany in the city of Kaiserslautern, which is one and a half hours southwest of Frankfurt. I photograph a mix of fine art, beauty, fashion, and occasional personal branding portraits. My clients, they love a mix of everything, but mostly are drawn to my fine art and beauty work. And I absolutely love, 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 love what I do. I'm not surprised because your work is absolutely stunning. And if you haven't seen Roberta's work yet, make sure you check her out on, if you go to the Portrait Masters, find a photographer and click on her name. Oh my gosh, your work is absolutely incredible. Thank you. (laughs) Amazing. Thank you very much. So yeah, Roberta has won multiple awards, but I think you've won our category a few times, right? In our Portrait Masters Awards contest. So last year, I won the um, teen and senior category. It's a black girl with a tear in her eye. Yes. So that's my first award. And I had like several images within the top 20, also second and third place. And also won on WPPI first and second place and a third place in a different category as well. So it was really amazing. So awesome. Very cool. Okay, so, you know, the purpose of our episode today is to talk about what people have been doing during 
just all the restrictions and shutdowns that have happened because of COVID-19. So I'm wondering if you could tell us a little bit about how it's been going for you. And I know that you have been able to shoot throughout, you know, at least recently. So I'm wondering if you can share just with people what you're doing and how you're keeping your business going through all of this. So here in Germany, we we were on full lockdown since the mid-March. I had just returned from a holiday. And then I was without shooting for about five to six weeks. And then I think it was around May 5th that when the country allowed photographers to start shooting first you could shoot outdoors and then after I think maybe two weeks we could shoot indoors as well during that time I got a lot of inquiries I only booked people but I didn't give them a date to you know when we could shoot okay yeah Mm -hmm. And then when finally I could book people, I started to book them. But my makeup artist, because she can't, she here, you could only be together maximum four people in a room or two people, I think, if you're not from the same household. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And my makeup artist, for example, she couldn't come here. But people were very understanding because I would say, if you need a makeup artist, you can either do it yourself or you can go to my makeup artist's home and she will do your makeup. So we kind of had to play around with that. And I'm still doing this just because we're trying to, you know, be safe. But people are very understanding. During our consultations, we both wear masks. I have like a hand sanitizer. But here in mm-hmm. Germany, people are very disciplined. So I don't think we are at higher risk. Things here are working fairly well. I would say everything is open. There are many restaurants that that you still can't sit down, but there are many that are already open and you can just go and, Mm -hmm. you know, sit down and providing you, you follow the six feet distance. And yeah, I think it's pretty good here. I'm, I'm happy to be in Germany. Yeah, I bet. That's kind of how it is here too. I'm in Michigan in a smaller town and it's similar where we can go into restaurants, but like you said, we wear the masks except for when we're eating and the six feet rule and that sort of thing. So it sounds like we're in a similar situation, but one thing you you just said that I really love that I haven't heard people say yet, this is a really good idea, is to have them go to your makeup artist's house instead of coming mm-hmm you know, to you, and that can minimize how many people are together. That's really smart. Yeah, and also because her husband, my makeup artist's husband, his schedule is all over the place, so she doesn't have a place to leave, you know, her toddler. Mm -hmm. So, you know, she prefers that if she can be at home, and then the clients just go there. And my clients, none of them have had any issues so far, and they, they think it's fine. She doesn't live very far from me anyway, but people are very understanding. Yeah, that's great. Now, have you found that this has affected your business or or, are you still booking a lot of photo shoots? So strangely enough, this has been my best month, Oliver, comparing to all these two years that I have been in business. Really? And it's insane because all of a sudden, Corona was out and my emails were just like to the roof. I was like, oh, my God, another person wants to book me. So we chat mainly via email. And then when the restrictions were eased off a little bit that we could meet, so I invited them over to my studio to talk. But before I invited them over, I mentioned about my pricing. I educated them all via messenger or email. And then once the restrictions were, you know, eased off a little bit, they came over and we met, got them to hand sanitize, you know, put sanitizer on their hands, you know, wear, make sure they're wearing a mask and booked them. I booked June 11 people. I have never booked that many people in one month. Yes. Wow. And I have made this month uh, 28,000 euros. And it's more than what I made the entire last year. 
Oh my gosh, Roberta. Isn't that so bizarre? I wonder why. Okay, wait, let me back up. I know why people book you. You have like the most amazingly gorgeous work. But how bizarre that to go from, you know, it being kind of slow to all of a sudden booking. Now, have people said anything like about why they're booking or have you done anything different to get people in like marketing wise so i they no i don't do any marketing my clients are mainly word of mouth and some local military family affiliated groups on facebook that i'm a member of so it's mainly word of mouth but one client said well in october i'm moving to virginia in the u.s so this client said as soon as she saw that i'm moving out she said like i must do my photo shoot with her before she's she leaves but other than her, nobody really mentioned. They all, they all said, like, they don't care when they have the photo shoot done, providing that they have it done before I leave. So I don't know if it's a mix because, you know, after two years, my work is more consistent. I'm, I'm better at my craft. And also because a mix that, you know, because I'm also moving to the U.S. So I don't know if it's a mix of both or one or the other. So it's, it's really interesting, bizarre and... Amazing and a lot of hard work right now because I never had to deal with so many people. Right. Wow. That's, you know, a lot of people are really stressing about like, oh my gosh, how am I going to find my clients? They're not going to want to book me. And I think maybe people have gotten a little bit relaxed with their marketing and haven't done as much as they normally would because they're afraid people aren't going to book. But I think what people forget is that a lot of people their financial situation has not changed. With so many people being allowed to work from home, a lot of people are still getting their salaries. They're still getting paid. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, so I I think it's so important and you're such a good example of this to to not assume that people aren't going to book you or, you know, just, oh, I'm going to drop my prices because I don't think people can afford me anymore or whatever. Like, you're an Mm -hmm. example that... It can still be business as usual. In fact, business better than usual. Mm, oh, yes. I think one fact that I, I would like to just to think that how I have evolved is that one time when I was with Sue, I think it was, I don't remember if it was in Italy or if it was in Arizona, she said that I was worrying about money. Mm-hmm. So you need to stop worrying about money because once you stop worrying about money, things will get better in a way. So to one point after, because this year I was moving anyway, so I really I wasn't really caring if I had any clients or not. I just want to do some personal stuff. So I pretty much just lowered my guard and I was just really relaxing. I was just doing my thing and then people just start coming and <laughs> it's mm-hmm. insane. It's really insane. Oh, I love that. I love that you brought that up. I know exactly what you're talking about. The Sue talks about it quite a bit in like the confidence workshop. And it's about the scarcity mentality where if we are super stressed out and feeling like desperate for money, we don't attract it mm-hmm. as we would if we're just in a really good energy place. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting hearing that that you did. You shifted that and we're kind of like, well, if I get clients, fine. But if not, I'm doing my personal work. And then they start coming. It's like when you don't have that, yeah, you're, that's such a good example of it. It's, it's amazing. I, I was really like, I didn't care if I had any clients or not. People now contact me. My price is Sarai also helped me price myself, you know, help me to value me because I couldn't see it as, you know, how valuable I am. So mm-hmm. when people ask for my price, uh, when Sarai told me you should do your prices this way, and I was like, Sarai, nobody's going to pay this. She's like, you're not, but your clients will. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, I might as well just put the price very high and I'm not booking anyone anyway. So I might as well be much more expensive. Isn't that funny? And 
People really don't care. I don't speak German. I'm in a foreign country. I'm a foreigner here. And people really don't. And I shoot from home. Like I have a small basement studio. Almost like <laughs> it's, uh, when my clients arrive here, I tell them, I'm going to take you to my downstairs, my basement, that I'm not going to kill you. <laughs> you know, just, oh, I love it. It's a bit weird. But it's just like as soon as I lowered my guard and I just didn't care, I sort of like took all the blocks, everything that made me... It was making me worry and business just started to flourish despite the pandemic, which is insane. I still have to pinch myself sometimes. Yeah. Imagine what it's going to be like when the pandemic's over. I mean, you're just going to continue to grow, I bet. Oh, I hope so. That's the dream. <laughs> yeah. And for those of you listening and you're not sure who Sarai is, she's actually episode number one, Sarai Taylor Roman. And she's oh, such a great interview. So that that's a good one to listen to if you haven't listened to her yet. So just a little side note. Yeah, she is wonderful. Yeah, she really is. And I just think you are going to continue to grow. Now, it's like once you get some of those really big sales under your belt and you realize you can do it, it's the world is your oyster. And I know that sounds so cheesy, but it's true. Mm-hmm. Out of five clients, all of the uh, three of them were my top package and two were my middle package. So they spent about 5000 200 euros which is like almost 5,500 US dollars each and paid me like the very next day which I was like oh my god I cannot believe this yeah yeah so great and and you were able to make it work like you said you made the modifications with Mm -hmm. masks and hand sanitizers and with the makeup artists and all of that so I'm just I'm just so happy you were able to make it work and you know, gosh, it sounds like there might be more restrictions coming Mm. for now. But we really want people to know that you can still keep your business going. It might not always look the traditional way, but it's possible. So I really appreciate you sharing, you know, how how it has worked for you. And, and yeah, it's really inspiring. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, one last thing. Where can people find you online? So if you'd like to see more of my work, you can find me on Instagram and it's at rmontaganini and it's spelled R-M-O-N-T-A-G-N-I-N-I. And if you'd like to connect, just make sure you send me a DM, a message, or you can comment on one of my images. Perfect. And make sure you follow her because, again, her work is absolutely incredible. Are you going to be submitting to the Portrait Master's Award and Accreditation this round? Absolutely. I'm already preparing my images and I cannot wait. <laughs> awesome. I figured you would be, but... <laughs> no, um, I Very love cool. competitions. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It's so funny because I don't. Like, I'm just not a competitive person at all. But you know what I loved it was getting my accreditation. Like, I'm a master now. Mm-hmm. And that felt so good to me. Like, I don't care if I win against other people. I just wanted... Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. I just wanted for myself to have it. Because mm-hmm. it just feels like s- such a proud achievement. So it's like some people enter because they love to win. There are a lot of people that love to win. And some people just want their accreditation. So it's like such a, it's just a great program. I'm greedy. I like both. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's not greedy. That's probably just smart. It's like a validation that I'm really worth it. And it's it's a thing when you think you believe in yourself, but it's another thing when other professionals value your work. So to see my name, for example, among top artist it's in it's incredible and it's it's you know every I always say that everyone can reach that if they want it's just you just need to keep pushing yourself forward but I know I do love a competition and I'm always you know trying to be best 
looking back to what I used to do. So I want to be better than what I did last year, last time. So it always keeps my standards high and more challenging as well. I do like challenges. Well, thank you again. And I will see you in the Sue Bryce Education Facebook group. Thank you, Nikki. All right, you take care. Thanks so much, Roberta. I just love that you were able to shift your money mindset, and I'm really excited to watch you continue to grow. Next up, we have Felicia Reed, and just like a lot of other people, she was not comfortable doing photo shoots in her house like she normally does, so she had to make some changes. Let's listen to what Felicia decided to do. Hey, Felicia, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. Good. Thank you so much for being here with us today. My pleasure. Yeah. Okay. Before we get started on all the good stuff, tell us where you're at, what you typically shoot, and give us your business name too. Okay. Yeah. So I'm Felicia and I, with Felicia Reed Photography, I'm in the Austin, Texas area, the new hotspot lately. <laughs> and um, I love Austin. Yeah. <laughs> I used to live there. Are you serious? Like, wh- that's I a whole story. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> it's a really cool place. It's a really cool place. And the things that I shoot right now, I shoot more beauty, boudoir, and men. I know it's a whole nother category, but I have a whole category on my website for men portraits. Oh, I love that. And so those are the three big ones because I figured they didn't want to search through all that stuff with women. Yeah. I think that's super smart that you do that, a whole separate category for men, because I'll have guys reach out to me and be like, do you even photograph men? And I'm like, dang, that's my bad. Like, I, I should make that obvious. you know? Oh, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it's pretty obvious. And I do a touch of personal branding. It's not one of my bigger genres, but more beauty and boudoir and the men category is mainly my specialty. Yeah, very cool. Okay, so you know, obviously this particular episode is about what people are doing during COVID and how they are keeping their business afloat and and just, you know, what looks different. So tell us, did you have a period where you weren't shooting at all? Are you shooting now? Like take us through everything. Yeah. So 2020 was starting off to a good year. It still is a good year. And then March came, middle of March, and we had this shutdown. But again, like We'd never been through this, so we didn't know how long it would last. So I ended up canceling probably half of March, and then I kept watching the news, and before you know it, it was April, and then I canceled majority of May, because here in Texas, we shut down probably a little bit later than some. Anyway, Mm -hmm. and so... I just started calling each and every client as we, you know, kind of as we were starting to close down. And I was just basically touching base with each of them every week, every week. I was like, hey, you know, guys, I don't know what's really going on because I was fully booked out through July. From the beginning of the year all the way through July, I was fully booked out over six months. And I would just call them and I'd be like, hey, uh, I don't know what's going on. How are you doing? Do you need anything during this time? I'm home. I'm not really working. And I was trying to figure mm-hmm. out ways I can serve them. And so I'm a big networker and I belong to BNI and I run my own women's networking business. And so what I was starting to do was to tap into each client. So I wasn't shooting for all the way through from March through May 22nd. And I was figuring out ways that I could serve my clients, collaborating, you know, if they sold a product, how could I bring them on Instagram live or Facebook live and kind of talk about their business and introduce them, you know, to my other clients or my friends and family. So that was, girl, it was like a full-time job (laughs) of interviews. I bet. I'm like, I'm like, wow. (laughs) Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And some days it was like, I'd go from Facebook live onto Instagram live for that other platform with another business. And I was just constantly collaborating and reaching out and figuring out how I can serve my clients that had businesses or maybe businesses that would serve my clients at a time like this from my BNI or from my women's networking group. 
Yeah. So smart to do that. So that's kind of what I was busy doing. Mm-hmm. I know. Isn't it crazy to have gone two months and not do a photo shoot? You know, I mastered self-portrait like a bomb, girl. I was like, I cannot <laughs> even do this. And so I was going crazy. And I was like, well, every Sunday I created this Sunday selfie series. And every Sunday, it was the day that I washed my hair because the salons were closed. And I was like, well, this is going to be my self-pampering day. And my husband was home if he had to push a button. So <laughs> yeah. I would just shoot myself every Sunday. And I, I got more bookings off of my self-portraits. It was imba- it was insane. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Everyone, I was noticing in the SBE Facebook group, people posting all their self-portraits. And I was like... Like, I have two little kids, two little kids at home. And I'm like, I just cannot see myself like getting ready and doing this. And someone challenged me and was like, you need to do this, whatever. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, I'm totally going to do it. And then I never ended up doing it. And then someone called me out on it. And so I like posted a picture of me and my son painting. (laughs) Hey, it's a little like whatever. To be honest, when I looked at this downtime, because I'm a busy woman, I've been doing this for four years and I network like a full and I never have downtime. And I looked at the silver lining and the blessing and I just mm-hmm. I would go through you know SBE education or anything that I had bought and I would just kind of dive into the things that I already had and I was like I'm gonna use this break because I know when we open I'm fully booked I'm not gonna have a break right you know so I was able to kind of just kind of embrace it and kind of sit back and think about what's really important to me. What changes can I make in my business that really is not all about that life? You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I'm really in as extroverted as I am. I'm like enjoying it, believe it or not. It's weird. It's kind of like, I want to see you, but I really don't have to see you. And I really don't want to dress up. And I really don't want to go to networking. Yes. You know, so I, and I pivoted a little bit in my business, like helping other photographers with their social media, because I'm like, really, really, really good on Instagram and bringing in 80% of my business comes from Instagram. So it was really cool to find other ways to pivot my business and help other people out, whether it was other businesses or... Yeah, I love that attitude. I love that attitude. Like finding the silver lining in it all. I I felt the same. Like I was like, what can I do right now? Like I know the things I can't do, but what can I do? And I love that you looked at it that way. And did you find that staying top of mind with your clients, like now that you can shoot again, did you find that really helpful? Oh, girl, absolutely. I am still booked. I'm booked out through December now. And please, Lord, don't let them shut us down in Texas again, because y'all know we're the hotspot. But, you know, and it was kind of my goal more than anything was to stay top of mind. I didn't shut down and I kept showing up on social media with my interviews. I kept showing up with posting and I kind of touched on the topic, but I knew with my energy that I had to keep the energy high and bring the sunshine because there was so much negativity with the pandemic and the civil rights movement and all of these other things going on, I had to bring the sunshine. And so I just would dance. I'd have my dance videos or I have something humorous. I was quite entertaining during the pandemic. I still am, you know? (laughs) And so that always kept me top of mind. I constantly get bookings. I constantly, people send me messages like, thank you so much for being so positive during this time. We, you know, I'm always putting my devotional and my prayers online. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. how can I serve you just constantly? How can I serve my audience? Even if I don't know them, I'm getting messages saying, thank you so much for showing up every day with something positive, you know? Yeah, I love that. And people remember that. They do. They They think about, you know, we've often talked about in the group where people will say, oh, I don't know if I want to shoot at home because I don't, you know, my house isn't super nice or whatever. And we're always like, it doesn't matter. People don't remember where you photograph them. They remember how how you you make make them feel. feel. 
Yeah, and I feel like this is a good example of that. When you when when people remember you making them feel positive, happy, like you said, bringing the sunshine, I feel like that just makes such a difference. Yeah, and that's what I did. And that was another thing. I was shooting in my home. And for years, I've always shot here since I was introduced to Sue Bryce. I've never had a studio space, but out of the blue, out of the pandemic, I'm expanding my business. And we opened up and I think in Texas and Austin, like May 8th, but I kind of watched a little bit and I kind of watched everybody open up to see what they were going to be doing and how things were going to go. So about May 22nd, it was my first photo shoot. It was in my home, the first couple were in my home, but that was stressful girl. Like, and I was just like, Oh my God, I need to get out of my home. And because I network so much and I I have so many photography friends, a photographer called me and she was asking me about opening up. And I was like, yeah, I'm really stressed. I've been in my house and this is just not good. I don't know what I'm going to do. And she's like, there's a space behind me for rent. Do you want to come check it out? And it's been a month and I've been in a new studio space and that has been transforming the way my anxiety is. Nice. You know, because I I wanted to keep my family safe. I wanted to keep my house, you know, still sterile and safe from all of this crazy COVID stuff. So that's been a blessing, unexpected blessing. How awesome is that? And so now through all of this, you have a studio. Yeah. Can you believe it? A a whole studio to myself. I mean, way to problem solve. A whole like three bedroom. Yeah. That's so cool. I wasn't even expecting it. Yeah. That's really cool. I mean, a lot of people have, have expressed that, that they didn't feel comfortable or they don't feel comfortable having people come to their house anymore. And, and I don't blame them, you know, of course it's, everyone has their own level of comfort with how things are. And, and I totally get it. So it's like, okay, well, maybe this is time for people to look at studio spaces or shared spaces or renting a studio by the hour or whatever that looks like. And and that is, it's a way to solve that problem. And I think right now with all of the things shutting down and, and just things are changing, like I think there's just so many people out there looking for someone to rent their space because other, unfortunately, mm-hmm. some businesses had to close, but their space is open. And I just think that if they just put it out there into the universe, God's going to bring them what they need. Seriously, he always shows up on time. Now, how do your shoots look different now? Like aside, obviously, from you have a new studio, but do do they look different at all? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, when I was really busy, I was really shooting some clients twice a day. So I only shoot Mondays and Fridays. Those are my days that I shoot. And I would shoot sometimes either on a Monday or Friday, two clients. Like I'd do a morning shoot and an afternoon shoot. Well, I had to change all of that. And my clients totally understood because I would be like, you know, I'm trying to keep you safe and this is what's going to happen. You're going to come in. I'm going to have a mask on. My hair and makeup artist is going to have a mask on. The beautiful thing is now my hair and makeup artist, they call the client the night before to introduce themselves and tell them what to expect. Mm -hmm. I tell my clients as much as I love mother, daughter, and all of these (laughs) different photo shoots, Thank God I don't have them right now. But I've been telling them, you can be the only one to show up at the shoot. I can't have anybody else there. I've had people reach out to me and want to assist me in photo shoots. And I was like, I'd love you to assist. But right now, for the safety of everybody, I'm just keeping contact down to just me and the client. Mm -hmm. Not only do they have a model release, but they have a COVID waiver that I got from the law tog. And it's basically releasing me. You know, you understand we're in a pandemic and you choose to come out and I'm not forcing you. You know, and so they're really... I think it's what to be expected from a lot of businesses because even going to the dentist, you fill that out, right? So yeah, me wearing a mask, hair makeup artist wearing a mask, client still wears a mask until we get to her whole face, you know, after the eyes and the hair is done, then she can take off the mask. But I have mastered shooting pretty quick. I got it down. 
So the photo shoots aren't like all day anymore. They're probably just a couple hours. Mm -hmm. They still get multiple wardrobe changes after they leave. Massive cleaning. I keep in my studio very little furniture as much as possible. And everything's got to be wipeable, girl. Everything's got to be able to be sprayed mm -hmm. with, mm -hmm. you know, like Lysol and, yep. and Clorox wipes and um, just constant mm -hmm. cleaning the door. I mean, I'm being very diligent at cleaning everything, doorknobs and bathroom and anything they touch anything I touch and Texas you know we could still touch the client it's not like no touch you know so I'm still able to touch them but I'm constantly have pumps of hand sanitizer in every room and every area constantly washing my hands before I touch the client I come from the medical field for years so I understand universal precautions act like everybody has some so you're constantly washing yeah. your hands yeah. constantly and it's worked out really really good it was stressful the first two shoots because you're not used to working with that thing and you want to hyperventilate and you better have the air condition on because I might pass out because right. it just gets your breath right. gets hot everything gets hot and you're moving and you're laying on the floor it gets I'm getting used to but it's really worked out and it's keeping everybody safe. And I want to come home healthy. I want my client to be home healthy. Yeah, absolutely. So that's kind of the things that I've kind of implemented is, you know, those, those few things. It's very different. Very, very different. Yeah. It sounds like though, again, another silver lining is like, you're more efficient now, you know, it's like, Oh yeah. That's another thing too. It's like, instead of spending all day, it's like, okay, well, we, we have to get this done in a certain amount of time and you're fast shooter. And so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that might be another little, <laughs> you know, it's like working smarter, not harder. Yeah, it's like I'm making sure that, you know, like today, my client, I just had a wardrobe consultation. And so three weeks out, touching base. And then I'm like, again, let's touch base again one week before your photo shoot on FaceTime. So it's just making sure your client is super prepared and understands exactly what to expect, what you're going to do, what they need to bring, what they don't need to bring. Mm -hmm. And I think it, it's just a teamwork and, and communication is important. So they, when they come, they already know Felicia is going to be we're going to do this, this and this. And they're very happy. We're still dancing and making TikTok videos and we're still having a good time. But everybody's <laughs> safe. You know, everybody's safe. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, thank you for sharing all of this with us. I really appreciate it. And I'm glad to hear that you're still, you know, moving forward and doing the shoots and you made it work. You didn't want to do it at home, so you found a way to make it work. And yeah, and I love that. And I hope people out there listening will think about like, okay, what are the things that are keeping me from shooting right now? I mean, obviously different states have different restrictions and that sort of yeah. thing, but you know, I feel like we can always find a way, you know, to do things safely once they're legal, you know, to do things safely. So, and, and it sounds like you've really done that. So thank you for sharing. Yes, no problem. My pleasure. Well, I have one more question for you. Where can people find you online? Okay, they can find me on Instagram. It's my name, Felicia Reed, R-E-E-D, photography on Instagram. On Facebook, it's under Felicia Reed Photography as well. I'm more on Instagram than anything. And my website is my name, FeliciaReed.com. Awesome. And that's R-E-E-D, right? Yes, R-E-E-D. Mm-hmm. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And I am going to give a little teaser away that we're going to have a full episode with you coming up here. We haven't recorded it yet, but it will be coming out. So everybody will have to tune in and listen to Felicia Reed because it's going to be a good one. <laughs> oh, Lord. We could only have video with TikTok. It would be awesome. 
<laughs> for you, I can't I can't dance at all. I have the worst rhythm. I'm like, nobody needs to see me dancing, trust me. I, I try. Oh I get God. out there and I shake it, but it's I'm it, I'm pretty bad. It makes bad. it better. It's kinda like it's like going to karaoke. Like who wants to go to karaoke with someone that can sing? It's no fun. It's someone that can't sing. That's the bad. Oh, I love it. All I love right. it. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you again. I'll see you in the Facebook group. Yes, ma'am. All right. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Felicia clearly has made the most of just a not so great situation, and it's really amazing how positive she is. Up next, we have Amber Elliott, and when you talk about making it work, she's pretty much the definition of it. Amber actually set up a studio outside in her yard, and she's been doing so well with her business despite everything that's going on. Let's listen to how Amber did all of this. Hi, Amber. How's it going? Hi, Nikki. It's great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Before we get started, will you just let everyone know what type of photo shoots you typically do, where you're located, and your business name? Yes, I'm a portrait and personal branding headshot photographer. I'm located in Calgary, Alberta, and my name is Amber Elliott Couture Photography. Awesome. All right. So I know being in different parts of the country, things look different in terms of restrictions and what we can and can't do and just safety precautions and all of that. But I'm curious if you'll share with us, you know, out in Calgary, what are you doing now that is different from before? Or is it even different when it comes to your photo shoots? It is quite a bit different. I took the first few months when the original lockdown happened to really just sit back, reevaluate everything. And I wrote up like a 10 page protocol for my makeup artists, my hairstylist, my assistant to myself going forward. And I really think that all these things are here to stay in the long term. So mm-hmm. I changed the way I communicate with my clients. I still do a consultation in person. Right now, it's, it's a distance consultation. I stay six feet away when speaking with them. And mm-hmm. when they book, they always get a package, you know, the style guide, makeup guide, everything to help them get ready for their shoot. But now I've included in the consultation things that they can do to get ready in in the days of COVID, as well as what we're doing. And they also get a survey in there to answer and then send to me. I did it that way because I think that for some people, it's easier to check a box of what they like and don't like and what they feel safe with than to say to your face, I don't want you touching me (laughs) necessarily. Right, right. Yeah, so I try and make it as easy as possible for them. And during that consultation, I go over the entire protocol of what we will do and then try and switch back and back to, because when you're talking about sanitation, not only is it boring and people's eyes glaze over, but (laughs) (laughs) it no longer sounds like it's going to be this fun, intimate shoot that's going to empower them and make them feel beautiful after. So I try and do it in a way that's approachable that allows them just to feel safe as opposed to being lectured to. I think that's really important right now. Everyone's kind of, I try and stay away from the social media online that's negative and kind of lecturing because I don't think it does a lot for most people. And I I just try Mm -hmm. and educate instead and let everyone feel like we're all in this together. So that's the first thing that I do. So I love that you do that. And and the makeup guide you mentioned, for people out there who are wondering about that, that is something that you, if you are a Subray's Education member, 
it's a free download that you can customize to your own brand and put your own logo on it and then give it to your clients. If you can't have makeup done or you're not comfortable having a makeup artist do their makeup, it basically teaches them how to do their own makeup. So that's just kind of a bonus, and and that's what Amber was talking about. Mm -hmm. But if you can tell us a little bit more about your survey, because you bring up some really good points there, because if I'm like, is it okay if I touch you? It is not okay. They're going to be like, uh... You know, how awkward would that be? Yes. So (laughs) I'm curious, what do you have on your survey? You know, what else is on there? I have things like, would you like to wear a face mask while your hair and makeup is being done? And even though, Mm -hmm. regardless of how they answer that question, they always are given a mask at the table that's there for just their use. And then, you know, when they go home at the end of their photo shoot, I give them a gift bag full of things and I have a branded mask that they go home with. So it's one that's reusable. Oh, really? Yeah. So I've kind of added that. That's the first time I've heard that. (laughs) Very smart. (laughs) Yeah. And and I do things like for my past clients, I've taken their photos, I've transferred the bottom half of their face onto masks and delivered it to them as gifts. So they feel like they're going around not, not covered behind some mask and it's fun and it also keeps me in their thoughts as well. That is brilliant. So you take their photo and have it on, like adhered yes. onto a mask? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. There's a company that you can, like I have a printer that prints onto fabric and there's also companies out there that do that. Uh-huh. And then wow. I have the mask made and then I deliver it and it has, you know, the metal on the nose so they can adjust it so it won't fog up their mm-hmm. glasses and it has filters that they can wash and reuse. Wow, that's really cool. How funny. Yeah. So that's one of the things. Another one is, would you like Amber or or an assistant to fix your wardrobe during the shoot or would you like to fix it yourself? Mm-hmm. Would you like hair and makeup done or would you like guidance on applying it to yourself? I used to work as a makeup artist when I went to school. So the very first photo shoot I did coming out of COVID, which we're still in, is I did a makeup tutorial over FaceTime with the person and she did her own hair and makeup. And Sue's makeup guide was sent to her ahead of time just to kind of prepare and stuff like that. So those are sort of the questions that I asked. Just really basic, how comfortable are you? Just to get an idea of what level they are. And from that, then their photo shoot is, is designed around their comfortability. Right. And that sets the tone. I mean, it does. It sets the tone showing that you care because, you know, some people aren't worried or nervous at all. And some people are extremely nervous and worried. So for you to be able to gauge that and let them know that, listen, I care about how you're feeling. I'm not dismissing, you know, any feelings that you have around this. It's it's it really sets the tone just starting things off well, I think. Yeah, it does. I mean, I have a few clients that are going through chemotherapy and radiation and I photographed four-week-old kittens just two days ago, <laughs> and oh, wow. I photographed a newborn. So I really wanted to make sure that I wasn't making them feel and, in reality, putting anybody at risk while capturing these special moments in their life. I really wanted them to be able to go into the photo shoot and not have the thought in their mind, is this wiped down? Is this sanitary? Is she going to breathe on me mm-hmm. before the shoot? I want them, when they walk through the doors to only be thinking about how much fun they're having, how empowering it is, how beautiful they feel, and not about, 
you know, the Lysol wipe in the corner. So I feel like if I normalize it and talk about it in the beginning and then talk about it throughout, like it's just a normal thing to talk about. Because I, I find, you know, with anything, you need to repeat things several times for to really absorb the concept and and remember things that it just becomes part of the background like anything else. Mm-hmm, for sure. Now, as far as the actual shooting goes, do you have a studio or are you doing your shoots outside? I have a studio. It's in the basement of my house and I am not shooting in it presently. I've created sort of three different setups. I have a studio that I've created outside in my backyard that has three stations to it. I do location shooting if I've gone all over the city like a tourist and found all these (laughs) interesting areas. And in the case of, you know, newborns, whether it's kittens or humans, I've gone to the people's homes to keep them feeling safe. And then I have protocols when I'm in somebody's home that I follow as well. Very cool. Now, tell us a little bit more about these three stations that you've created outside. That sounds really interesting. Yeah, I don't have a huge backyard, but it's interesting in terms of making it into a studio. I have a flat brick patio that that holds an inflatable pool for water portraits. Oh, cool. And there's still room for a hair and makeup station there. And then I go and greet clients when they arrive in the parking area, and then I walk them into the backyard. And as soon as they get through the gate, there's a table there waiting for them. And that's where they sit and fill out the model release form and, and things like that. And there's a certificate, two certificates on the table for them to see. And one of them is a special certificate that my makeup artist went through for professional sets. And the other one is a barbicide for the hair and makeup artist, just so they have a visual of things that we're doing. And then there's hand sanitizer and a mask there for them. And then they go off and get their hair and makeup done. And then there's the inflatable pool section. And then I have this strange platform in the back of my yard that I think the previous owners were intending to build a shed on. And then they never did. And they just left the platform there. But it works well because my fence is white. So all three sides are encased this platform so it acts like a natural Ooh, reflector so that's great light. yes it's yes. really really good <laughs> I kind of like I was like that is the perfect studio space I normally used it for when I was doing colored powders and things like messy photo shoots but now it's really mm-hmm. if it's a single person it's the main studio space and it's very sunny here in Calgary Alberta so I drape a muslin over top as a roof and I just roll it and unwrap it and wrap it to control the sunlight that's coming down, sort of similar to, you know, the shade of your sunroof in a car. It's kind of how I kind of thought about it, actually. I was driving and saying, I think I can do this outside. (laughs) And then the third area is just, I planted flowering bushes all around my yard to try and prevent having to go to another location. And then outside my yard is a tree grove. So it's all in a very narrow strip next to a walking path. So we go into that. And then, of course, if there's more than one person, I create a tent out of two backdrop stands that hold as many people as that I need. That is so cool. I mean, talk about making it work. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of my superpowers is adaptability. (laughs) That's like a whole other level of making it work. You're like, I'm going to create a studio outside. I mean, obviously, I know it's not like warm and sunny all year round. But for now, it sounds like it really is like working well for you. It's working really well. And people actually love it. And there's fresh air, which is, you know, a main concern with COVID right now. 
And I think when the winter comes, because winters are very harsh here, that I will actually convert my garage into the large studio just because there's more airflow. And I think it will make people feel safer. Right. So that's my plan for winter when it gets cold is to do that. And yeah, I can heat it up awesome. with heaters. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. And are you still booking a lot of clients? I am actually, you know, the first three months I didn't start shooting again until May. I really wanted to take that time to just sort of sit back, do research, create a plan and make sure everything was executed in a professional way. And when I started, I actually got booked up really quickly as soon as I started putting the word out that I was now doing photo shoots again. Wow. Yeah, that's so cool. Mm -hmm. I love this. And I love that you are going to be, you know, again, okay, weather's going to be a problem. Yeah, no problem. I'll just turn my garage (laughs) into a studio. Like, (laughs) you know, it's I think a lot of people are in the mindset of, you know, I don't know what to do because I'm not supposed to shoot at how I normally do. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's the difference between people who are still really making a good income with their business and people who aren't. Because it's like, okay, well, I need to figure out how to do this. If I can't do it this way, how can I do it safely? You know, and legally, of course, I know it's different in every state and every country and everything. But yeah, it just seems like you have made the best out of a really shitty situation. So yeah, I've tried and I've sort of gone in with the mindset of I guess for me, when I think of working, I don't think of how much money can I make? How much can I charge? It's more how can I provide the service for people? How can I give them what they're already wanting? And how can I do it in a way that enriches their lives and makes them happy? Because really, everything is about creating a happy atmosphere for me. Yeah, I love that. It's like focusing on service as opposed to you getting paid. It's like, how can I service these people? And then ultimately, in the end, it's an even exchange where you get paid. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So it's a great way to look at it, for sure. Yeah. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of this with us. I'll be watching your Instagram and looking for photos (laughs) and, you know, seeing what you come up with. So this is this is very cool, Amber. So really appreciate you sharing with everyone. Oh, my pleasure. It was great talking with you. Before you go, though, can you let people know where to find you online if they're looking for you? Yes, my website, it's currently being redesigned to include the COVID procedures. But it's www.amberelliot.com. There's two L's and two T's in Elliot. On Facebook, it's Amber Elliott Couture Photography. And on Instagram, it's Amber Elliott Couture Photo. Awesome. Very cool. I encourage people to check you out. And I will see you in the Subrice Education Facebook group. And yeah, I look forward to seeing and hearing more from you. Great. Thanks, Nikki. It was great talking with you. All right. Take care, Amber. (laughs) You too. I loved hearing about Amber using a fence to create gorgeous light. It's just such an outside-of-the-box solution, and it's so refreshing to hear. Okay, next up we have Paige Peterson-Conley, and when part of her business completely halted, she had to pivot to focus on other genres. Her motto is pretty much pivot and adapt, and she is really inspiring. Here she is. Hey, Paige, thank you for being here and taking time out from your vacation. Yes, thank you for having me. Yeah, and it's for those of you listening, it's 4th of July weekend coming up here, and Paige is at a lake house in Iowa this week, so pretty cool. Yeah, so it's nice to uh, escape a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so before we get started, tell everyone a little bit about you, what you shoot, and your business name. Well, my name is Paige Peterson. I live in Des Moines, Iowa. My business is Paige Peterson Photography. 
As far as for what I shoot, I do a lot of portrait sessions. I also do a lot of business personal branding sessions. And I also work with commercial and marketing images for larger scale companies. Okay, nice. Like what kind of stuff? Like you said, the larger company, what do you mean? Well, I have one client in particular that I travel about half of North America and parts of Canada for. I also work with marketing and advertising agencies that are here, for instance, energy companies or cable companies or realty companies, just kind of larger, well-known branded businesses that are primarily Midwest. Right. Wow. Okay. So has that been affected a lot by all of this? Yes. That part of my business, I would say, is pretty much dead in the water right now. Okay. I would say it amounts to be about a third of my business. None of that has come back, especially the client that I spoke of that I do a lot of travel for. That is completely come to a stop. The rest of it has as well. It's going to primarily have to do with the social distancing and not being able to have groups of 10 or more. Right, right. So sometimes these are photo shoots where they might be actually videoing for commercials that are going to be, whether they are social or on cable networks, and I come in and I take the still photography that then is used for mailers, marketing, billboards, websites, things along those lines. And since that usually requires a large team, a lot of that has yet to come back. Okay, so how like have you pivoted at all since that was a third of your business? I have a little bit. Now, I guess the nice part about it being a third of my business is the fact that I have the other two thirds to fall on right. and kind of put a little bit more of marketing and a little bit more attention into those. I don't have everything under one I guess, genre are all my eggs in one basket, so to speak. It's allowed for me to still have some things that I can depend on. Now, that being said, when COVID hit, I was a full stop for at least, what, March? That would have been about March 12th or 13th through June 1. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you bring up a good point here with not having all of your eggs in one basket and sort of diversifying what you shoot. I know a lot of wedding photographers right now it's hard. I mean, most weddings have been canceled and rescheduled. And we're finding that a lot of wedding photographers have joined Subray's education because they're ready to pivot into portraits. Because it's like, if all you do is weddings, normally that's great, but right now it's not so great. (laughs) So the fact that you know, you have these multiple things that you can do, I think it's really helpful in this situation, obviously. Yes. It it has made a horrible experience, a little bit more bearable, I guess, Mm -hmm. kind of having that ability to, again, diversify how I make my income and having other options that I can put things into or my time into as I know that I can still get a return on that. Getting out of the wedding industry, because I did that for, ooh, I don't even know, maybe like 17 years, something like that, Mm -hmm. was hard and difficult but to those people who are trying to change, it really is possible to change. Mm-hmm. You just got to really kind of try to put, I guess, your time and attention into a couple different avenues. Yeah, for sure. I made the switch as well and have never looked back yeah. from weddings. Never. Like, I will never, never look back. <laughs> Same. Ever. Like, once you get a taste of what a weekend is... It's addicting. You're like, what? I know. What is I know. This Saturday? Seriously, my neighbor is in the process. She has started her business, and she's starting to book some weddings. And I'm like, Are you sure you want to? Because we kind of like live, you know, with on a lake in the summer, and you know that like all of these family gatherings, you're not going to be able to be here. You get that right? And she's like, Yeah, you know, I was kind of thinking about that. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, it makes yeah, summer. all your weekends are gone. Mm-hmm. 
And that's not to say a lot of people don't love weddings because weddings are, you know, great for so many people. I'm not trying to bash it. But for my lifestyle and wanting to be with my family, it just didn't work for me, you know? Oh, absolutely. That's, I did it for years. I loved every single one of them. I had so much fun. The mm-hmm. variety of them was always so entertaining. But once my kids got older, I was kind of tired of, I guess, missing out on so many things that happened in their lives and it was time for change. So for the shoots that you are able to do right now, you said you were closed through June 1st. What are you doing now? Like what, how do your shoots look different and you know, what types of precautions are you putting into place and all that? Well, when I first had responded on the Facebook page, I was not doing anything in the headshot world quite yet. Now, since I spoke to you, that is starting to kind of turn around. I am getting businesses that are inquiring to do headshots. I'm getting companies that want to come in and completely reshoot everybody in the business. So that is nice that I'm starting to be able to go in and do those things for these companies or have their clientele come to me. One thing, if I'm going to companies and businesses, there's a lot of communication about where I'm shooting, the space that I'm in, the size of the space that I'm in. I am always generally in a mask when it comes to that situation because there are multiple people that are coming in and out. Mm -hmm. There are moments to sanitize between each person, just down to the chair that they may have sat on, my own hands, surfaces and things like that. It's just being a little bit more diligent about spaces that I'm not in control of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it is nice. I think a lot of people with what happened are wanting to kind of come out with the best version of a headshot or of images. And a lot of different companies are starting to pivot to a little bit more online. I'm even seeing inquiries from people that want to do selling of the clothing that they wear on their Instagram, and they want to have a library of images to use for that. So it's the personal branding stuff is starting to get a little bit broader, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Totally. Outside of that, when it comes to portraits, I am shooting those in the studio. During the lockdown, I did a Mother's Day sale that sold out within days. Ooh, tell me about that. I was completely floored. I thought for sure I'm going to put this out there. I was really hesitant that it maybe even was tone deaf. I think we all just kind of went through this process of, or what are we doing? Is it okay? And how, you know, how does this look? And I don't know. At least I did. I ended up putting that out there. And like I said, it sold out within like a few days. I, again, I was completely floored. So right now I have been really busy with setting up consultations with all the people who purchased those. And again, it could be a Zoom consultation. It could be an in-person consultation. It's really about communicating with the client, what are you comfortable with? And at the same time, anybody who's reaching out or responding about wanting to shoot right now, they have a level of comfort with everything that's going on to come in or to be photographed. Some people are just completely not comfortable, and I'm allowing them to hold on to these sessions you know, through the end of the year and further if that's what's needed in the time. So tell me about the session. Like, was it, Did you pre-sell like, the session fee or pre-sell a package, or what did that look like? I created a package. I did this last year as well. I did up the prices for this year. I created a package where the package included the photo session, the online consultation, hair and makeup for one, one 7 by 10 printed and matted to 11 by 14 with the accompanying digital file to that, as well as an in-person reveal. And I do sell that for a pretty steep discount. I believe I did all of that this year for $200. Now that's just the one image. So when people come in to purchase, that's where you know I do the upsell of everything else. 
So it's a very much a get everybody in, but they sell so quickly and it's a very successful sale for me that honestly, I could just do that one sale a year. And with the other two thirds of my business being in other avenues, I could be very comfortable just doing those photo shoots. Yeah, that's awesome. And I'm assuming that most people, if not all, end up spending way more when oh, they come absolutely. in. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's really great. And and I think it's really awesome, too, that you're respecting that some people are going to feel comfortable and some people aren't and not necessarily putting, you know, a timeline. But yeah, I think it's great that you are letting people know that if they're not comfortable right now, it's okay and they can use it at a different time. I mean, it's it, we don't we have no idea if things are going to shut down again or what's going to happen. So I think as long as the, their comfort level or lack of comfort, I guess, is within like the realm of COVID still happening. That totally makes sense. Yes. I was very, very aware of just giving people the options of what they were wanting to do. A lot of people are so excited to do something that they are like itching to actually come into the studio. They want a reason to not be in sweatpants and work from home. (laughs) They want a reason to like go get hair and makeup done and feel really good about themselves again. Like people are really excited to come in and be photographed, which again, I was really, really surprised about Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. after doing all those sales. So yeah, that's really great. Cause I mean, it seems like you probably aren't like high volume where it's like, you know, 10 people coming in a day. So I feel like that helps maybe with the comfort level. I mean, what do you think? Oh, absolutely. If I'm going to do these shoots during the week, I'm doing maybe two a week, three max. And that's kind of pushing it. Each session before and after everything is really, really cleaned and I go over and make sure everything is disinfected. The makeup artist that I use has a studio space in the same building as me. I happen to have a space in an incredible all artist building located downtown. Right. It's an incredible community is really what it is. And my makeup artist happens to have a studio space across the hall from me. So people are not running all over town and they're not going to multiple places and putting themselves in multiple scenarios. They can come into Kelsey's spot and she wears a mask and she's very diligent about her cleaning as well. So it's a very much a comfortable kind of environment for people where they know that they can just come to one place and it's safe. Masks have to be used in the hallways and in the building and then they can come into my space. Yeah, that's awesome. Very, very cool. I mean, it sounds like you're definitely making it work and respecting people's comfort level, making sure you are adhering to the rules and restrictions that we have to do. And if people want to do the shoots, they can. Like it just, it sounds like it's working really well for you right now. Yeah, it is. I will say that I'm very lucky, I guess, in where my studio space is and the size of my studio space. I am very fortunate to have a larger space, and I think that also aids to people's comfort level. Mm -hmm. They don't feel like they're in a small space. It's a little over 1,600 square feet. It's it's all open. I think that honestly helps when people enter and they realize that they have a lot of area and a lot of space to be and that we're not kind of both sharing a small environment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm sure that definitely helps. And it also allows me, instead of shooting with a 50 and being really, really close to you, I'm able to completely pivot and shoot with a 70 to 200. So I can stay even further away from my clients if that helps in their comfort level. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up with the 70 to 200, which I love shooting with, except for it's like a backbreaker, but totally um, with how heavy it is. <laughs> totally. <laughs> but, you know, you can shoot someone outside at 200 millimeters and, I mean... You're far from them, far, like very far, far from them. So, away. 
Yeah, there's always a way to do it. I mean, as long as, like, the restrictions, you know, you're doing it legally or whatever, there's usually a way to do it. And if you've got a large space or you're shooting outdoors, a 70 to 200 is a perfect solution for that. For yes. sure. Well, I appreciate you sharing everything. And gosh, hopefully this COVID will just go away and, you know, we'll be able to open back up safely, fully again soon. Although it does seem like shutting down could be inevitable again. We'll see what happens. Yes. But I really appreciate you sharing everything. And hopefully you'll be able to get back to your commercial jobs soon and and just be back to somewhat normal. I mean, obviously, I think we're all a little bit forever changed with the, you know, cleanliness practices and some of the things that we're doing. But hopefully, yeah, hopefully you'll be able to shoot your commercial stuff again soon. And and yeah, you have to keep me posted on that. Yes. Well, thanks for having me. And yeah, it's where, you know, pivot, adapt. It's kind of the the game that we all get to play right now. And uh, it's... I think it's part of our, our new way of having to kind of adjust to, to our career. Mm-hmm. It's so true. Pivot and adapt. Pivot and adapt. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you again, Paige. And I will see you in the Sue Bryce Education Facebook group soon, I'm sure. And have a great, great vacation. Absolutely. Have a wonderful 4th of July as well. I will. Thanks, honey. Right. Bye. Paige is just someone, obviously, who's going to move forward no matter what. And it was really great to chat with her today. Thanks again to all four of the photographers for sharing with us today. And thanks so much to you for listening to our Back to Work special episode and for listening to all of our episodes. We just really, really appreciate having you as listeners. And we just hope that this sparked some ideas that you can do as you're waiting to get back to your normal photo shoots. Make sure to head over to the SBE Facebook group where we'll continue to have this discussion. And as always, you can ask questions and share what you've been up to with the group. One more request from you, if you don't mind. We love reading your reviews. So if you have time, if you don't mind, go ahead and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen. We really, really appreciate your feedback. Okay, take care, everyone, and stay safe. Thank you so much for listening today to the Portrait System Podcast. If you like what you heard, we would really love for you to leave us a five-star review, either on iTunes or wherever you're listening. And I really, really want to encourage you to head over to SueBriceEducation.com. Over there, you can find all of the education you need to become a successful photographer. It's only $35, and there are over 1,000 on-demand educational videos on things like posing, lighting, styling, retouching, shooting, marketing, sales, business, and self-value. There's also the 12-week startup program that I love. And there are posing downloads, lighting downloads. I mean, truly everything to help make you not only a better photographer, but to make you more money. Once again, that's SueBriceEducation.com.